A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, John. Well, uh, thanks for joining us on The Score at Corks 96 FM. Um, I suppose the first uh, question, John, is how are you holding out? What's uh, what's daily life been like for you? Um, daily life, I suppose, just kind of trying to take over and keep training. We've we've all got kind of training programmes uh, from the club, so just we're just kind of doing our own runs, our own kind of watt bikes and, you know, kind of core and strength sessions to be doing, so just trying to trying to keep keep to the schedule as, as strict as possible so it's like a normal training week right is, is there any time frame from the club john when you when you could be maybe back training um i think it all depends on how this lockdown is going to go i think if if the lockdown gets extended for another few weeks then obviously we won't be allowed in um through government rules but i think um we're down to hopefully be back in in two or three weeks um and then we don't know when the league will start, but hopefully if if things start to get better and, you know, the, um, the government are happy to ease the lockdown rules, then hopefully we'll be back in the next two or three weeks. Yeah, so who are you in touch with mostly, uh, John, in this lockdown? Um, to be fair, it's it's been a good time for getting in touch with people because I'm speaking to people I haven't spoke to in ages because yeah. we're, we're both busy and stuff. And I suppose I've been speaking to lads quite a lot back home. Um in Cork and stuff, and then over here, then you know, it's obviously trying to, it's not trying to ring the lads and make sure that they're all same on the team. So, I'm keeping in touch with a lot of people. Good stuff. Uh, of course, um, you know, you have two other Irish internationals with you at Sheffield United, which which is a help, I suppose. Are Andy Stevens and, and David McGoldrick? Yeah, um, I'd be really close to end and uh, close to Dizzy as well. Um, so, yeah, I was actually on the phone to end the last night chatting away and stuff and you know everyone's kind of in the same boat like we're just we're all just kind of over like like they are back home just kind of staying indoors staying at home and uh can be boring but you know there's there's obviously a lot worse things going on in the world right now so hopefully um you know hopefully that most people can get through it because it's it's scary yeah um, b- before before the halt of games, John, because of the coronavirus, you, you had uh, great momentum, and gee, uh, the form with Sheffield United uh, was really good. With just one defeat in ten in all competition, that was a, a one 0 defeat to Man City. So the momentum was there, wasn't it? Yeah, we were flying really. Um, obviously, coming up from the Championship, a lot of people are tipping us to go straight back down because they kind of hadn't their homework done. But um, we always knew that we could do well, and I think you know we've shown that. Over the course of the season, um, you know, teams teams taking us really seriously after the first few games because you know we were playing well and getting good results, and we managed to carry that through um, up until the league got stopped a few weeks ago. So, I mean, we're in, we're well in contention for European football now, and you know, we you know when when the games do restart, uh, whenever that may be, we've we've got to be ready to ready to go because um, you know a lot of teams would be 
you know, trying to do the same because it, I think we see it as an opportunity now to to kind of go and grab that, um, grab grab European football if the league does restart. Yeah. And uh, just from a defensive point of view, uh, John, things going really well. I was looking at the stats there last night. I mean, the last team to score two against you were Liverpool, and that was at the start of the year. So defensively, uh, you're, you're really hard set to score against. Yeah, we have a good defensive record. Um, we, we had a really good defensive record in the Championship. I think we had the most clean sheets, and we've got the 10 clean sheets now this season. And as you said there, we don't we don't tend to concede more than one goal if we do concede. Um yeah, time. I think Liverpool and Man City scored two against us. Man U scored three, and I think you know, not many other teams did that. So um, it's it's good for me because I'm obviously at the heart of that, and I have to kind of organise it and make sure that we have a tight chip at the back and give us a chance of winning games. And I think our success has probably been built on that. We've had a lot of one 0 wins, and you know we've you know kept kept a lot of clean sheets, which is very pleasing for myself and and all the lads at the back. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, your manager, um, John Chris Wilder, uh, he's doing a great job. Um, obviously, you know, he'd be, he should be at this day shortlisted for, for manager of the year. Just talk to us about the impact that Chris Wilder's had in your relationship with the manager, John. Um, yeah, he's a top manager. Uh, you know, he's, he's a winner. And I think every day on the training ground, you know, if it's a Monday morning or, you know, Tuesday, whenever, um, you know, if you're not 100% at it, then you're going you're gonna to get told about it. And, I think that carries on into the games. You know, he, all he all he wants to do is win. Doesn't matter who he play against. You know, he wants to go and get a good result. And um, I think it's it's a breath of fresh air, really, um, because this year, like a lot of teams, come up and they kind of defend and they just hold out. But you know, we're, we were in pre-season and everyone was writing us off. And you know, before the first game, before all the games of the season, he was just laying a marker down, saying we're not here to make up the numbers. And I think his kind of belief fits um, through the players and. For me personally, he's been, you know, he's been massive for my career. He's, you know, brought me to the club in the first place, um, spent money on me, and, mm. you know, really, really backed me, played me, you know, played nearly every game since I've signed, and, you know, it's it's, it's great to have that backing from a manager, and you know, especially a manager as good as Chris Wilder. Certainly, and um, you mentioned there will go your European push, John Seven in the table with a game in hand, um, uh, and uh, you know if he win that game in hand, actually just two points behind fourth place Chelsea, and you have to play Chelsea as well before the end of the season. So it's exciting times, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, it's brilliant. Um, I think we've I think we've Chelsea, Wolves, Man United, and Tottenham all left to play, and they're kind of you know all around us. So um, exciting games, you know, they're the games you want to be involved in. Um, you know, playing against top teams for challenging for Europe, and you know it's it's fantastic that we put ourselves into this position now. And you know, who knows when the league or if the league will will restart? The only time will tell. Um, but you know, if it does and when it does, um, we we will be ready. Yeah, and uh, above the likes of Tottenham and Arsenal in the table, um, Europe would be some achievement. You mentioned there will go. I mean, a lot of punters might have expected you to go back down again which happens a lot of teams that come up but uh, to, to achieve European football would be, would be uh, tremendous wouldn't it? Yeah it would um, you know it's it, it would be fantastic for a club like Sheffield United I don't know if, if they ever played in Europe or if you know or when the last time it was but I can't imagine it being for a long long time if they did um, so yeah I mean it's just it's just kind of a fairy tale really I suppose coming up and you know you're kind of coming into the unknown and you're thinking a lot of people are thinking if you stay up you'll have a great season but we're kind of thinking we want to do a bit better than that and then all of a sudden we just 
you know, he seemed to fit into the league really well and seemed to enjoy it. And a lot of players, probably all the team, really feel comfortable in the league. And you know, if, if we can if we can keep showing that, um, there's no reason why we can't turn a good season into a great one. Yeah. Any guys I talked to here, uh, John, like ex-Irish internationals um, uh, that that work for for us with TV3 and Virgin Media, um, your name comes up a lot. Uh, you certainly have caught the eye. Uh, with your performances with Sheffield United and the Republic of Ireland, which we get to shortly. But you yourself, would you have ambitions to pay for for a bigger club, John? Um, to be honest, uh, I'm delighted here now. Um, mm. You know, with everything that's going on, and like you know, Sheffield United is my bread and butter. Um, I want to do the best I can for Sheffield United, and you know, we we've a great team. You know, I think um, I think the players and the whole team are still improving and. You know, I'm, I'm fully focused on Sheffield United. Really, I've never really thought about kind of those things. And you know, for me, um, my I just take it day by day, and I just love playing, love playing football, and you know, love playing games. And I just can't, can't wait for the next one. Really. Yeah, and hopefully the season will resume. And and of course, if it does, John, you still have the FA Cup uh, game as well, uh, quarter final against uh, Arsenal. So that that's another big game to look forward to when the season resumes. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic to to qualify for the quarterfinal of the cup, be a game away from from Wembley at the time and stuff. And I think um, you know that's got to be an ambition as well. You know, try to go far in that com- competition because you know when we come back, there's going to be two or three games a week, um, and we'll have a cup game in on top of it. So I think we're the type of side that coming from the championship, we're used to kind of playing all those games and. You know, I think it's a good chance for us now to to try and do well in the league and and um, you know have a push in the FA Cup. Yeah, I know it's ninety five years that they're both since Sheffield United <coughs> last won the the cup. You're on a great run at the moment, so fingers crossed. You, oh yeah, you, you get fantastic. To, you get the Wembley. Yeah, uh, just on um, on Greenwood, your, your schoolboy club here in Cork, uh, John. Obviously, you've great memories from playing with with, with Greenwood. Yeah, um, kind of all my. All my closest buddies back home, um, you know, would have played for Greenwood and we played together since we were six or seven. Uh, and then I moved over to England when I was 16. But um, yeah, very fun memories of Greenwood. Uh, you know, great club. Uh, we, you know, we had, we had a good team and I was lucky enough that I was able to win the National Cup in my last ever game with Greenwood, which is a bit of a fairy tale. But um, no, it was fantastic memories. And, you know, I'm lucky that I'm so close to most of the lads I used to play with. Yeah. And you, you obviously played a, a bit of Gaelic football. And was there ever a, a chance you were going to follow in your your famous dad's footsteps in in with, with Gaelic football? Yeah, there actually was because I loved I loved Gaelic football. I loved hurling and I loved soccer. You know, all the way up, and mm. I couldn't really pick between the three. Mm. Um, but then obviously soccer started getting more serious. You start getting offered contracts and stuff, and kind of becomes a bit real. And you know, I just kind of. I just kind of went with what I wanted to do the most, and after seeing the facilities and seeing that you know soccer, sorry, soccer can um, you know be a job and be a full time profession. Like it was, you know, it's kind of a no brainer for me, really. And um, you know, you never know. One day, I might uh, I say to the lads all the time, I might come back for a couple of years, swan song with Fishingstone, and uh, see what we can do. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, and on the international front, John, a, a massive game to look forward to, of course, uh, when, when it goes ahead, probably later in the year, against Slovakia in the Euros, uh, in the playoff later in the year. That's uh, another huge game, huge stakes there. Yeah, huge game, and we're really looking forward to it um, this time. But, you know, when whenever that comes around, 
it's a great chance for us now. We've, you know, we've got a good team, and you know, I think we were unlucky against Denmark. Really, I think I think we were a better side that night. We were probably unlucky not to not to qualify, and mm. I suppose it's obviously a new manager now as well. So you're going to try and impress a new face, and I think all the players will be will be buzzing for that really for when it comes around to try and get to the Euros. Yeah. Uh, you you were very established, of course, on the Mick. Um, I suppose it's strange in a way he won't be there for the playoff game, is it, John? Um, yeah, I suppose, but that's football. You know, managers change, and you know it's a new man now that you got to try and impress. And I'm sure, kind of every time there's a new manager, you know, lads are lads are used to that, and you know, trying to do their best every day in training to impress. So I mean, it's it's exciting as well. Yeah. What what do you know about the new manager coming in, uh, John Stephen Kenny? Um, I've actually never met Stephen Kenny. Uh, well, I met him a couple of times, just kind of briefly, kind of said hello or whatever. But um, I, I've heard good things about him. You know, a few of my mates have played under him, and I've uh, you know I've heard good things. Yeah, he did a good job, didn't he, with the under twenty one? Says has him in a good position. Definitely, and you know they've they've a few really good players coming through as well. So you know, hopefully they can keep pushing on, and the future of Ireland football hopefully can um, can. Uh, Ian Say fans, I suppose, if them lads keep keep playing well. Yeah, and he's brought in uh, he's his own men, so there's a change in, in staff there as well and personal, but Keith Andrews and Damien Duff in there as well. Yeah. Um I think I think he's brought in Keith Andrews, Damien Duff and another another few um so yeah, it's you know, it's it's exciting. You've you've new coach and staff to work with, get new ideas and you know, it's it's exciting exciting times. Yeah, certainly is. And uh, seven months ago, John, you captain Ireland on your your fifth cap in that friendly against Bulgaria. Mm. Uh, what was that like for you, leading out your country? Ah, uh, yeah, it was unbelievable. Um, you know, putting on the armband and walking out of the Aviva, captain of your country is, you know, it's, even though it's only a friendly, it's still, um, you know, still definitely up there. One of the highlights of my career, and you know, to to kind of be able to do that with your people in the stand and stuff is, you know, it's fantastic and. You know, I think every every Irish man die, like would die to play for play for Ireland, and you know, to me, lucky one who's managed to captain Ireland. You know, it's something that uh, something that I would I would remember fondly in years to come. I suppose. Yeah, and you followed in uh, fellow great Cork men to lead Ireland. Uh, the obvious one is Roy Keane. You know, Dennis Irwin, mm-hmm. Noel Cantwell back back in the sixties. Great tradition of uh, of Cork captains, uh, John. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, you know, the men you've mentioned there, uh, unbelievable careers and great careers with Ireland and stuff so to be you know to kind of join the list of having captain Ireland as well as them as well as them men is uh, you know it's, uh, it's an honour Yeah would you see yourself as a, as a future Ireland captain? Um, I don't know you know it's just it's kind of I only take everything day by day and take everything in my stride so you know I wouldn't rule it out as captain teams in the past but it's just kind of I need to get into the team the main thing is trying to get into the team and, and play and take it from there Great stuff. Well, we hope that there'll be football yeah. soon, John. We're all uh, cracking up about, about football. I, yeah. uh, I know you are, definitely. But um, thanks for joining yeah. us on, on the score here in Cork's 96 FM. Uh, stay safe and we hope to see you back on the football pitch very soon, John. No worries. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks, John. Much appreciated. Cheers, Trevor. Thank you. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, 
for the ones who get it done.